I've had two conversations over the past couple of weeks um, where interestingly the same topic came up. And that is a question of uh, how much should you be coaching or shouldn't you be coaching from the bench? <laughs> and uh, so the first one was uh, was with respect to the, the U8s, which is um, my second kid's age. And then the second question was with respect to the junior age groups. And um, my philosophy actually varies a little bit depending on the group that you're working with. And uh, I've got some reasons for it. The The younger groups, I tend to coach more from the bench than, uh, you know, than with the older age groups. With the older age groups, it's more, um, you know, teach them what to do and then let them go out and, and do it. But um, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because of this. Um, one of the U8 coaches um, of the team that we were playing against said something to the effect of, I coach on the bench, not from the bench. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't say anything, but that's the opposite of, of my philosophy on that. And there's some reasons behind it. So first of all, depending on where you are and the way that your organization or your league does it, oftentimes at these younger age groups, like the U8s especially, um, here in USA Hawk, it's cross ice and um, coaches are often on the ice with those kids. So from U6 to U8, so depending on how early you start U6, but let's just say a five-year-old starts U6, so five, six, seven, and eight, you've got four years where you are physically on the ice with those players. And I think that that's a big chance to be able to really teach the game to those players as you're on the ice because you can be right in their ear, very close to them. I mean, assuming you're not one of these um, obnoxious coaches that gets in the way of the play, like stay out of the way, obviously. But for example, if the puck is in the other team's end, you can be very close up to your furthest man back and be in his or her ear talking about, you know, what they're looking at, like reading the play, like, Hey, okay. Our, our player is about to get it. You know, let's get you in a position to receive a pass back to the point or, or, you know, it looks like the other team's about to get it, be ready to be on defensive mode. Or, um, you know, there's lots of different things depending on your coaching style and what you've already taught them. You can be on the ice in real time, helping them to make different reads and reacts during the course of the game. And that's coaching, that's instruction, that's very, very useful. It's much more useful to be doing that in real time than it is to be, you know, looking at something or trying to teach them something after the fact. And so if, if your style is matching up with what we're doing on the ice, then you should have already been practicing different game concepts, different, um, you know, skills and different things. You can be helping the kids um, right there in real time to know whether they should be cutting inside or pulling it wide. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different stuff that you can be doing. And if done right, then they they not only act and react properly during the game, but they're learning it and are able to begin doing it on their own much more quickly than if you're just kind of sitting back and watching it unfold. So um, so that's that. As the kids get older, obviously, you know, we, we do less and less from the bench. But generally speaking, I've been at this for a lot of years now, is physical skills tend to progress and become proficient faster than mental skills, you know, when, when we're developing hockey players. And so it is very likely that your players will physically be able to do a lot more 
then they'll know what to do with it. And so that's why we have, you know, different, you know, for the younger age groups, I color code breakouts and do things like that, where, you know, we can be yelling colors from the bench and, and they're, you know, reacting, but, um, you know, and, and I have heard different arguments for and against this. And like I said, I've been doing this now for a long time and I I'm confident in, in the approach. It works very well. In, in my mind, there is no guesswork anymore. Um, it works. The kids develop their skills more quickly. They develop um, positional concepts more quickly and they get to the point where they're able to do it on their own more quickly. If you're coaching them properly from the bench um, at the right age groups, you know, doing it the right way at the right age groups. And then, yes, eventually it gets to the point where um, they no longer need your help to help them read the play. Um, But, you know, and, and like I said, that varies depending on the caliber of play that you're working with too. Like there, there will be some instances with older teams where maybe those kids aren't quite as experienced. They haven't been doing it as long. Maybe they're, um, you know, I've been in situations where I've been coaching kids that are quite talented physically, but they've never played a high enough level of player, never had the coaching where they have had to think much. And so in those cases, yeah, I am more vocal from the bench because I'm kind of doing the same thing. You know, you can, depending on which direction you're going and and where the close end is on the bench, there are some times where you're close enough to be able to help players um, make those reads and reacts from the bench. And I do find that that's beneficial. I find that that's helpful. Of course, every coach has their own personality, their own style and their own way of doing things. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that this is a hard and fast law. Um, But when that question came up to me uh, twice within the last two weeks or so, um, you know, it kind of got me thinking, you know, what is, what, how do I define my philosophy on this? And uh, my philosophy is, is exactly as I just described it, you know, that the very young age groups take advantage of the fact that you can be on the ice with those players in close proximity and be helping them to read and be thinking the game, you know, if it goes here, I'm going there. You know, if it goes there, I'm going here. And, you know, being able to read and react and angling and different things like that, you can be you can accomplish a lot and the the games can be very worthwhile, not just for fun and not just for competitiveness, but, um, for learning experiences as well. So, um, so that's that. Hopefully that helps though. You know, I think it's, uh, it's definitely something worth thinking about and, and maybe, you know, making your own definition of what does this look like for me type of a, uh, you know, type of an approach. Um, but as I always say, that's my two cents worth. And, and I've been doing it this way, like I said, for a long time, and it's, it's been working really well for the players that I've been working with. And so I'm going to keep doing it that way. But, um, you know, if you do have a different opinion, I'd love to hear it and, um, let's have some discussion on it if so, or if not, then no problem. And, uh, we'll be back again with another soundbite and uh, appreciate you listening. Thank you. <laughs>